You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited this week because uh, I've got a very special guest all the way from Germany in Europe. I think she's the first German. Well, I'm not sure if you're even German, but the first person. <laughs> I don't think she's German. I think she's Roman- Romanian. Yeah. Cool. Well, she's the first Romanian person I've ever spoken to in my life. I've never met a Romanian person. I, I don't think they come to, to Australia much. So she's the first Romanian person I've ever met. Uh, she's the first Romanian person on the podcast. She's the per- first person I'm interviewing from Germany from the podcast. So a little bit about this person. She's a writer. She's an author. She's a course creator. And she's a self-development enthusiast. She's got books and blogs and courses all over Amazon. I think she's written more books than I've read books, so that, that'll tell you something. Uh, and now she actually helps other people turn their expertise into impactful courses and programs. Uh, and she's also the admin of the very popular Facebook group, Digital Course Creation Fellowship, which I recommend uh, everyone join. And today she's going to tell us how she created her highly related, highly rated online course in just three hours. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Tinny, whose surname is so complicated I can't pronounce it. Tinny, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited too. Um, Tinny, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Yeah, and it comes from uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is on Netflix, and I really like to go to watch Netflix. And that quote is, one day at a time is what we've got. It's what everybody's got when you get down to it. And this is exactly how I live my life. One day at a time, not worrying about what's up next, nobody knows, (laughs) and just making the most of it. Yes, I love that as well. I'm a huge fan of each day at a time. You know, I just wake up every day and... Um, yeah, I mean, as sad as it is, you, you don't know if you've got the next day, you know? So I just want to make sure whatever I do in that day, I make the most of it. And, you know, I, there's no, no better feeling than hitting the bed happy, you know, saying I did everything I possibly could today to make it the best possible day. So I love that there. Um, just before we get into it, what I recommend everyone do, Tinny's actually got a free gift that she's going to give to us, which is the course creation keys, which basically it includes a hundred course creation tips. I'll put the link in the show notes. I recommend go and do that. Like I'm happy if I can get one tip from a freebie, Tinny's going to give us a hundred. So I recommend everyone go to the, the show notes and download that. Um, Tinny, just before we get to the topic of today's podcast, I've obviously been following you on social media for a while but if someone's listening to this and they haven't do you want to let us know in a nutshell what is it you do how do you get into that i like that in a nutshell (laughs) can we do that (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right i started uh, i have a background in nutrition and in teaching and i started my business in nutrition um, creating meal plans for people And what I noticed is that I was stretching myself thin because, you know, when you're creating a meal plan, you want it to be personalized. And I don't like to copy and paste and give people the same meal plan over and over again. I wanted wanted to create an experience for them with that meal plan. And I started to think, what can I do to maximize my time and to help more people? 
And the obvious answer was to create an online course. So I started with an online course. Well, it wasn't that easy because I postponed creating my first course for six months because I started thinking about, oh my God, it has to be an amazing course to stand out. Uh, What am I even going to say in that course? How am I going to transfer a personalized service into a course that people can take and get results? And so I postponed it for six months. Then I finally created it because I saw a guy create a course in 10 days and I said, if he can do it, I can do it too. And uh, that was a successful course. And then I created more courses in this lifestyle uh, space. And um, well, yeah, there's much to it. Um, And then I, I shifted, well, not completely to helping course creators create their courses, but I'm also creating other courses on the side. So I'm not just that guy who just goes into the course creation space without creating other courses myself. Yes, love it. I, I relate to that because it's similar to me. I've still got my, my fitness education online business that's running on one side of things. Other side of things is, hey, you know, you want to sell more of your online course. I've got courses that can help there. So I, I love that. Um, Tini, I'm going to hand it over to you from here. Am I right in saying you recently created an online course in three hours and it got a whole heap of awesome reviews? Is Did, I, is it, did you leave out a zero? Is it meant to be 30 hours and I, I read it wrong or what's going on there? No, it's actually three hours and it's not the only course I created in three hours. You've done you know, multiple You've done multiple courses in three hours. Yes. All right. I want to tell me the story. Tell me the tips. I'm sure everyone's super curious. I'm going to hand it over to you from here and, and let us know the story. Okay. When I was creating courses in the health space, I felt like something was missing and I really felt drained of energy. Um, doing all the things and not really focusing on what I was good at. So I took a break from social media and it ended up being a two month break. And in that break, I regrouped and I worked with experts on their courses Uh, with experts in the health and wellness space, mainly because that was my expertise and I could not sell results that I did not have because it doesn't work that way. And um, I helped them create their courses. And it was like done for you services. I helped them bring their ideas to life and apply structure in a way that the course flows from start to finish and people are more likely to go through the course. So in that uh, break, I realized something. I had, I had delivered a training on um, how to create fresh and engaging content fast right before my break. And that training took me about 30 minutes to put together the presentation for, and then 30 minutes to deliver it live. And what happened when I delivered this live to um, an audience of about 50 people in a pop-up Facebook group, I got feedback, immediate feedback for that training. I got comments that, oh my God, this works and the action steps are so implementable and useful. And I was able to apply any update to that training and at that break I was thinking hey what can I do with that presentation because I don't want it to go to waste so I I said okay I'm going to create a course and I wanted to particularly post it on Skillshare I I just set my mind on it I, I I use multiple platforms but that was just in that moment 
So I said, okay, I have this training. I want to turn it into a course. What am I going to do next? And the way I structure my presentations is in a structured way so that people know what, what they're in for. So kind of like if the course has five parts, I'm going to say part one out of five, part two out of five, and so on. So I it basically had all my lessons in that presentation. So what I did was I just started to record one at a time and turn it into a course. But I did not just do that because it's not so easy to... <laughs> set your mind, oh my God, I'm going to create a course and turn this presentation into a course. I just play to my strengths. And I know that I'm, I'm really good with external accountability and with setting a deadline. And this comes from self-discovery and knowing yourself. And um, what I did was I set myself a deadline for two hours to create, to turn that presentation and training into a course. And I also attached an external um, accountability by talking to someone who was interested in my course idea and saying, hey, I'm going to create this course this week and I'm going to deliver it to you. And um, I sat there, I recorded, I was committed, two hours, okay, that's it. I don't have more than two hours. It's kind of like if you have one day to live, what are you going to do in that mm. And um, I did. I recorded the course. I uploaded and published on Skillshare. I also sent it to that other person for their platform. And I was done. So if you combine the presentation, 30 minutes, the live training, which was a validating training, 30 minutes, and two hours to record and turn it into a course, that's three hours. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Let me summarize all of this and then we'll go a bit deeper because I've got some questions there. So in a nutshell, you gave a presentation. It was in a live pop-up group, right? Yes. Now putting the presentation together, is, is that like a PowerPoint slide that you put together or was it writing some notes and then you delivered it like we, we're talking now? How was it uh, when you when you say putting the presentation together, what does that involve? Yes, it was slides because I also want to, I find it easier to have slides in a course yeah. because you tend to people who are visual learners mm. and it's also easy for you to have something to have notes on there without feeling like, oh, I have to look at my notes. I do that sometimes. I say, oh, I'm going to look at my notes, but um, it's just easier when you have a um, slide deck presentation. 100%. Easier for both parties, right? Easier for yeah. you. Because, and it might be all right for you because you're, you're a quite good-looking person. The people might not like looking at you, right? But someone like me, I need to put slides up there, right? Nobody wants to look at my head for, for 30 minutes on there. So I think it's a good win-win for, for both parties with the slide deck. Uh, now, I do enjoy looking at you. So. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. You're too kind. Um, now, that, so the slide deck, you do it on PowerPoint, you do it on Canva. How do you do your slide deck? I do my slides in Google Drive, but I also oh, yeah. do them on PowerPoint. But I do them on PowerPoint sometimes because uh, when I started with my first course, I just did slides, uh, voiceover slides. I did yeah. not feel comfortable being on camera because this was like three years ago or something like that. So I got better. But it, we all have to start somewhere. And I did PowerPoint with uh, Audacity recording. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and okay. then I synced them. Interesting. All right, cool. Gotcha. So presentation, 30 minutes. Yeah, because I'm running through the process now. I'm like, could I do this? And I'm like, okay. And I'm guessing because the other thing is you need to uh, – actually, there's probably a step before this, though. Uh, let me think of how I can put this because um, 
you had an idea beforehand though, right? Before sitting down and writing that that PowerPoint, did you have a bit of an idea in your head? Let's say the topic was, I don't know, how to sell your, your first online course. Did you think about it beforehand or was it literally like, right, I've got half an hour to, to write these slides. Let me just go and do it. What did you do there? I just set myself the 30 minutes. And okay. yes, you're right. We do think about things on the background. So when you get an idea, it's not like, yes, I'm going to create this course yeah. in three hours, <laughs> like straight from yeah. idea to, I think it can be done. I haven't tried it, but I do like to uh, give some space to the ideas. I also like to talk about my ideas whenever I go about my day, because it's a different way when you talk about your ideas, they get structured and organized in a different way, mm. as opposed to just letting them in your mind and putting them on paper. Because sometimes it makes it in your, in, your, in your mind, right? But then you're telling someone else and you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense at all. So, okay, gotcha. So it's like, and also you probably have noticed. It's not like someone said to you, hey, Tinny, we're up in an hour, go from blank. It's probably like, hey, you know, in a week or two time, you're going to speak about this topic here. So it's going on in the background. Then you're probably an expert at it anyway. So it's not like you need to go and do the the research or whatever. You're probably talking to people about it every day. You're reading books, listening to podcasts. So, okay, that part makes sense with the PowerPoint. I think it's cool as well because, you, and I'm guessing the PowerPoint wasn't super fancy, right? It didn't have a whole heap of things, you know, flying in from everywhere. And it wasn't, you know, notes and notes and, and notes on the PowerPoint. It was probably some dot points there to get you talking about the topic. Is that what the PowerPoint was like? Yes, I do stand for simplicity. I don't like the fluff. And I really like keeping things to the point. I mean, mm. people just want to see the main ideas on a slide. That's it. They don't want to read because if we put more things on the slide, their mind is going to go all sorts of ways and mm. their focus is going to shift from you, shift from you to other things. Yes. They're going to think that what's on the slide is more important than what you say and how you say it. But it's basically the same thing. They're missing out on the energy that you convey. Yes. I agree 100%. All right, cool. So that's got that PowerPoint there down packed. Um, the live. And then I guess, okay, you've just done the PowerPoint. It's pretty easy to go live then because you've literally just written it. You maybe practice it once in your head and then you go and you, you do it live, right? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I also had to gather the audience. So that oh, was that was also. on you to do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I thought it was, thought it was someone else that brought scratch. you in. No. Okay, gotcha. So you did that as well. Now, question here. You said that you got good feedback there, right, in that one presentation. Was it at the end of the presentation where people said, oh, this is awesome, this is so good? Or did they hit you up afterwards? Or how did you get that that validation? 
It was throughout the presentation. The way I set things up is I set the action steps at the end. I usually include the action steps in a lesson, but this was a different type of course. So uh, my action steps were 10 questions that would spark fresh and engaging content ideas. And I run through the questions with them. And as I was saying, okay, here's the first question. And I was giving them examples about just to get them their mind going. And they were there with me live and sharing their ideas as they were coming. Love it. So that's also, that's the validation for it. Awesome. And then from there, you basically said, right, I want to convert this into a course. Let me make sure I've got this right. You didn't just chop up the live, right? It wasn't like, okay, I've got this 30 minute presentation. Let me just chop it up and put it there. You used the same slide deck. Is that right? It's the same slide deck because you already had. So was it a 10-part course or a 10-part? This this live that you did, was it 10 different questions? Is that what you were saying? Okay. The course, the the let's say the training, uh, yeah. the live training had five parts. The okay. four parts were mostly explaining and leading up to the actionable steps. Oh, and the gotcha. 10 questions are the actionable steps that gotcha. help them implement what they just learned in the four parts. Gotcha. Okay. And um, yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me make sure I got my head around that. So then after the live, you're like, cool, I'm going to put this into a course. I've already got the slide deck. It's already structured in such a way that there's module one, module two, module three, module four, module five. So let me just open up module one and let me just record it again. And then let me open up module two and then let me record that. Then module three, let me record that. Let me four, record that. Five, record that. And then you've got a new uh, a new course there, right? Yeah, that's what you asked. And um, yeah, um, I actually lost the live presentation because it was Ooh. like for a limited amount of time oh, and I did not record yeah. it. And I, I deleted, deleted it from Facebook, but it was no problem because I don't uh, like to sell recordings unless mm. I'm making a point. I do have a recording in one of my course of a workshop that I turned into a mini course so that they see how the workshop translated into a mini course, but that serves a point. And I don't like to sell recordings. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That all makes sense there. And then, so you did it again. It's all as a course there. And then that's it. That's basically the course, right? That's what was it. the other, was there one thing I'm missing? You had that, da, 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 da. and that took two hours to, to redo the course? Yes, two okay. hours. How, question on that. Why did that take two hours? If you presented it in 30 minutes, mm -hmm. why did it take two hours to redo? Okay. It took two hours because I recorded each lesson individually, and I don't, um, I don't usually do editing, so I just – start from the beginning every time because uh, that's also a way to practice mm. me speaking in front of an audience and I'm getting better as I go and I also published uploaded and stuff like that oh yes and so yeah I, I just had to get myself in the mood to record because we're not always in the mood to record a course mm. it's not like yeah and um I had to just be grounded and say, hey, I only have this amount of time to record and publish. So everything. Yes, I love it because it's, I can't remember whose law it is. There's some, some scientist or some famous person and they've got a law and it's like the amount of time you give to do that task 
is the amount of time it's going to take. If you had said, all right, right, yeah, I'm going to give myself a week to record this thing here, guess what? It's going to take you a week to record it. You're going to think about it, then you're going to edit this, then you're going to edit that, and then you're going to record it Friday night or whatever, right? But if you say, hey, i got to get it done in two hours, you get it done in two hours. So i I, lo- I got to say, I, I love it. You know, I feel like there's so many people that take months and if not a year to complete their online course. And it's like, well, hold on, why? Like if you've got the knowledge in your head, cool. You know, do use this exact system here. Present it live once. You got your slide deck. You present it once. You get some feedback. Then you're going to know what to do when you repurpose it as a course. You, re- you give yourself that two hours and then done. You know, you've got, obviously people have different motivations. You've, you've not, you've, um, pinpointed yours where you're like, all right, I need some sort of, ex- I need a deadline and then I need some sort of external um, uh, external deadline as well or external motivation as well. So I've got that other person there done. You did it. So well done. I'm impressed. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, and you're right about uh, the amount of time that it takes to complete a task. We tend to stretch all our tasks to fit a time slot. Yes. And that's even just, that's, that's actually, I'll give it time. My, my number one time management skill is what I do every night or you know, uh, before I, I clock off work, I write down my time for the next day. It's like, great, here are the hours I'm working. What am I doing in, in every single little hour there? And then when I go to the next day, I simply look at my paper. Great. What am I going to do? How long have I got to do it? I've got to finish that task. So I, I love that there. Um, hey, Tinny, there's just a few questions I ask to uh, finish the podcast off with. The first one is around course hosting platforms. I'm curious to hear who, well, actually, I know who you use, but I'm sure my, my audience is curious to hear what's your favorite course hosting platform? I'm not going to say that I have a favorite, <laughs> but I, I use uh, Thinkific as my standalone course platform. I also have courses on Skillshare and Udemy. I always recommend to just go with whatever feels comfortable uh, to start with. I started with Thinkific and, you know, I just got used to it. So I like it, but I'm also open to other options. Yes. Well, I've, I've used Thinkific before. I don't use Thinkific at the moment, but I've used it uh, before and I think, hey, it's not bad. You know, I mean, I'm not going to not going to tell anyone, hey, don't go Thinkific. You know, it's got everything you need. It's in, especially in, actually, I will say in terms of the actual course, I think it's amazing. I think, you know, it got everything to, to put in the course. With some of the sales stuff, it might not be as advanced as a new Zendler or as a Kajabi, uh, but there's ways around that anyway. And it's probably more affordably priced. I think there's even a free version for your, your first course as well. So I know people can jump on that. Um, Tinny, I'm curious to hear who your mentors have been. You're obviously a mentor now for plenty of other course creators, also plenty of people that you've helped with, with their health. I'm curious to hear who your mentors have been and if you could answer this in three different ways, a book that you read, that you've read and you recommend every course creator should read, a mentor that you've paid money to, you've done their course or you know hired them as a business coach, uh, and a mentor that you haven't paid, but you follow them on social media, you watch their YouTube videos, you, you know watch their TikTok dances, whatever it may be. What can you tell us there? Mentors, book, paid and unpaid. Okay. Uh, mentors paid. I'm going to go with Nicole Cherie Barker. Uh, she's a business coach. And um, yeah, I don't know if you want the details of that. Yeah, but, give, her, um, give her a plug. What does she, she do? Who does she help? 
she's into client attraction and not just any type of client attraction, just being yourself and showing up as your true self. And I think that's super important in course creation, because if you don't create a course from results that you have, then that's, that's pointless for me. Mm. And if you don't want to make an impact in the world and make that course mean something and the results that people get, that's pointless too, because it's not going to bring satisfaction at all. Yes, I agree. Okay. Unpaid. Unpaid. Okay. I, I just went back and forth with this one, <laughs> but I chose, <laughs> I chose a fitness trainer because oh. we are our business, right? Mm. And if we don't take care of our bodies and our minds and everything, then there's no business and there's no course that's possible. And um, I follow Lucy Wyndham Reed. She has a huge YouTube channel and uh, and a Facebook community. And she has short and effective workouts, like seven minute workouts. And they're, I, I think that they're perfect for entrepreneurs and course creators. Mm. Yes, love it. I'm glad you've, you've brought that up because my background is in fitness. I used to be a fitness trainer and I put a lot of effort into my own fitness. And, but not, not to be fit. You know, when I was a young kid, I just wanted to be, you know, the, the fittest and the strongest uh, person in the world. But now I, I, I still put a lot of emphasis in, into my fitness, but not to be fitter. It's because I know, well, sort of to be fitter, but sorry, not to look better, I should say. When I was younger, I just wanted to train to look better. Now it's like, hey, I still want to train, but I want to train because I know the fitter I am, the healthier I'm going to be, um, the more energy I'm going to have, the better I'm going to sleep, the less stressed I'm going to be, the less anxious I'm going to be, the less depressed I'm going to be. And like all of those things are going to help with my business. And the way I, I justify it, let me think how I explain this. Yeah, an easy way for me to explain it is let's say I've got eight hours in the day where I can work. I know that whatever, there's, there's for whatever reason, there's eight hours that I'm going to work. I know that if I work for seven hours and do one hour of exercise, I'll get more done in that seven hours than if I worked for eight hours straight. Even though it's yeah. less time there, I know that I'll get more done if I have that workout in. So that's a bit of a fitness plug for, for everyone watching there. So unpaid. All right. What about book, Tinny? What's the, 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 and you can do this a few different ways. It can be the book that's had the most impact in your life, um, or it can be a book that you recommend every course creator should read, or you can give us one of both. One of yeah, you just knew that I'm going to go with something that had an impact on yeah. my life. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Because that's what I'm all about. Um, I really like, like to enjoy life. And the more I'm aware of it and the present I am, I'm able to do that and to maximize that. So one book that changed my life uh, is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it okay. came at the right time. And it's the kind of book that doesn't teach you to be present through words. It teaches you by reading the words, by being in the present moment, because you're not able to understand what's in the book unless you're present. And that's what I love about that book. Okay. I might have to check that out. I've read his, what's his other book? The Power of, of Now? Oh, what mm -hmm. Is that him as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've read that one. I haven't read, what was this one called? New Earth. A New Earth. Yeah. Okay. I will check that out. Um, awesome. Well, hey, Tinny, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to cover today. Is there anything that I should have asked you but forgot to? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? I had fun being here. You're great. And I love your work. I think that I resonate with your style. Um, 
yeah, that's it. We just, yeah, we covered everything. <laughs> You're too kind. And I'll just also remind everyone listening, I recommend to firstly join Tinny's group, which is the Digital Course Creation Fellowship, and also make sure to download her 100 course creation tips. I will put the link in the show notes. Um, Tinny, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.